And speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today in Acts chapter 17, moving on to verses 10 through 12. Luke will now introduce us to Paul's ministry in the town of Berea. The people that he meets here in Berea are a different lot. They are reasonable people. Paul must have enjoyed his time with these people, for they listened with open minds to what Paul was teaching and searched the scriptures to check up on his statements. Paul's ministry in Thessalonica came to an abrupt end when the Jewish leaders tried to arrest Paul and Silas and punish them for preaching the gospel. But they couldn't find them and so they arrested Jason and some other believers instead. Now we pick up our reading with verse 10. That night, the Christians hurried Paul and Silas to Berea, and, as usual, they went to the synagogue to preach. But the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and gladly listened to the message. They searched the scriptures day by day to check up on Paul and Silas's statements to see if they were really so. As a result, many of them believed, including several prominent Greek women and many men also.
The town of Berea was located about 50 miles from Thessalonica, nearer the coast, and in another district of Macedonia. It has been suggested that Timothy was left at Philippi and rejoined Paul and Silas at Berea. This thinking is based on Luke's statement in verse 10, where he states that Paul and Silas were hurried off to Berea, and then in verse 14, where he states that the believers sent Paul off on his way to the coast, while Silas and Timothy remained behind at Berea. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. I have no doubt that God led Paul through persecution to keep going. Had persecution not developed in the cities he visited, he might well have settled down and not pressed on with the gospel. Paul became familiar with persecution. He got used to it. He was able to discern God's orders through persecution. He took these as indicators to move on. That's an interesting way to look at persecution and trouble. God closed one door and opened another. Paul was forced to leave Thessalonica. He may have been tempted to stay on the Ignatian Way leading west, where upon reaching the Adriatic, he would have taken a ship across it to Italy and then by land to Rome. But God had other plans. Had he stayed on the Ignatian Way, he might well have met Jews who had been expelled from Rome by Claudius. So God led Paul to leave the Ignatian Way and travel south on the road to the southernmost province called Achaia to an out-of-the-way city called Berea, almost 50 miles west-southwest of Thessalonica. Its modern name is Verea, at the foot of the eastern slope of Mount Bermeus in the Olympic Range. To this beautiful, restful, out-of-the-way place, Paul and Silas came. Paul must have dreamed sometimes that he could find a spot where the Jews would accept Jesus Christ as their Messiah and rejoice with him without opposition. Well, Berea seemed to be such a place. Arriving there, Paul made his way to the synagogue. I want you to hear what Luke says about the Bereans. Here it is. Now the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Many of the Jews believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. Evidently, these Berean Jews were free from prejudice. They did not have a suspicious attitude that would reject Paul's message out of hand. They were open-minded, but they were not gullible. Furthermore, they had an eagerness to hear, know, and receive truth. That's an excellent trait. But there's another that is equally admirable. With great eagerness, they examined the scriptures to see if what Paul said was true. They insisted upon comparing what they heard with the facts as they were in the Bible. The Bible was the final court of appeal. It was the final word. It was a daily exercise to compare what Paul said with the scriptures. They constantly tested Paul's words against scripture. Truth was judged, not by culture, nor by practice or political or practical matters. They did not judge truth by experience, but by the Bible. And they studied the Bible without prejudice. 
There is something absolutely tremendous about these Bereans. I wish all of us had that attitude. In our world of moral, ethical, and religious confusion, we desperately need to go to the source of truth and compare. The only source of objective truth we possess is the Bible. In Southern California, we are located, religious groups are a dime a dozen and growing daily. It is imperative that we anchor on the Bible. I suppose worldwide, ideas are presented on radio and television. They come from different sources. Either the human mind, that is man's imagination, or they may be inspired by Satan himself. It is imperative that we have truth outside of ourselves written down so that it can't be changed. And against that, all ideas must be judged. The only way that's possible is for us to study the written truth, the Bible, as these Bereans did. What interests me here is that unprejudiced study of the Scriptures brought Jews and Gentile men and women to believe that what Paul said was right. Unprejudiced Bible study will do that. These Bereans had opened themselves to truth that the Bible confirmed and God didn't disappoint them. I must say that not all Bible study will lead people to the truth. John wrote about this in the Gospel, chapter 5, verse 39. He was speaking to people who came to Bible study with prejudice. In this case, that Jesus wasn't the Messiah and Bible study did nothing for them. It led them nowhere. They had determined ahead of time that Jesus wasn't what he claimed to be and their minds were blinded to the truth of the Bible. God honors honest and unprejudiced inquiry into truth. Truth can stand honest and thorough investigation. These Bereans, with eagerness and without prejudice, studied the Bible. That's why this city lives on in the names of many Bible study groups. Many call themselves Bereans. One further point that I've already alluded to. Although the translation I use does not emphasize it, it was the clear result of this unprejudiced, unbiased eagerness to study the Bible that many Jews believed in Jesus. Unprejudiced Bible study will lead Jews to Jesus. Paul argued from the Bible, proving that Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead. And it is a fact that when the Bible is studied without bias and prejudice, that message comes through loud and clear. It is when Christ is first denied that no amount of Bible study will convince a person of his messiahship and saviorhood. But open, honest, unprejudiced investigation of the scriptures will lead people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Once on a cross, Sorrow, one who was willing to die for our sins. God's only Son, sent down from heaven, came to redeem all
was the thorns made See where the spear was thrust in his side See in his hands where nails were driven Oh, how he suffered and died There is no What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.